It's a new year. New year, new you. Did you make some resolutions? Uh, you change some things? Maybe be nicer to the Lakers? No. No? no? Okay. I made right. some resolutions on the podcast. Okay. Uh, I am going to be nicer to Ben Simmons. Look at you. I'm going to point out all the things that he does well. He's playing okay. out of his mind. I am going to be nicer to Zion. I'm not going to say anything about his weight unless he gets fat again. And then I am going to... <laughs> I don't know if to, that counts then. <laughs> and then I am going to um, be meaner to Rudy Gobert. Because he is a terrible human being. And I don't think people talk about him meanly enough. Well, fair enough. I like all these. So those, those are my three. I like that there's mean mixed in with the nice, yeah. which, is, which is good. Sometimes so. you have to just be harder on people. I, I think it's totally fair. Um... What about you? What I, are yours? Well, here's the biggest thing for me. I have given up all hope with anything involving the Commanders. I'm done thinking this team's ever going to be a legit franchise. What was, can we just I'm talk done. about really what Ron Rivera was I, thinking? That's, that was Why it for me, Trista. Why would you put Carson Wentz in that game? But, uh, it was almost like, let me do whatever I can to get out of this team. Like, to not be able to coach it. Like, let me get fired. Let me figure out a way for us to lose this game. To then. For Ron Rivera after the game to not even know that if the Packers won that night, or the Packers won he later that day, they sarcastic. would be eliminated. No he way. Said he was being He's sarcastic. Fu- right? How many times that have you said something lot. wrong? Oh, just kidding. That I was, was just a joke. Kidding. There was a joke. I was just kidding. Uh, I didn't mean to offend you. That was a joke. It was just a big joke. I was just annoyed because no. you would even ask that. I said I was being right. sarcastic. We could no. we could be eliminated tonight. No, he. No, you. Yes, you could be eliminated. I, I'm, you look, are I'm eliminated. done. This team was seven and four, and it, look, I like Ron Rivera as a guy. As a person, as a leader, Good he guy. he was the person that they needed to go to this team at that moment because the culture was a mess. The problem again? is when he's fired, will he coach? Again? I think he'll be a defensive coordinator. I don't see him being a head coach. Wow. The game, if you watch Ron Rivera, he's very up. stubborn and rigid and doesn't really, which is what made the Carson Wentz move so surprising to me. Yeah. Because Ron Rivera does not change. He doesn't change his lineups. He makes sure, like when Jamin Davis was a rookie, who's played much better this year. Their linebacker they took in the first round was awful his rookie year, but he'd still put him out there. He'd still t- constantly say, you know, he's going to be better. He's going to be better. Jack Del Rio should be our defensive coordinator. He's one should of the, not. They're, they're, they've been a, they've. The defense was better this year. They're better against the run. But, like, you just – what you don't see – and I was talking to somebody that actually covers the team in Carolina, uh, down in uh, Charlotte. He was like, yeah, that's, that's Ron Rivera's M.O. Is he doesn't really change. He has a game plan. He has a mindset, and he sticks to what it is. There's no evolution to this team. The offense is stale. It's boring. They had a third down play. Was, or a fourth down. It was fourth and one. And they had a pitch seven yards back. Oh, I saw that. To Jonathan Williams. Why would they do that? And he looked like, like, what are you doing? Run forward. You're running eight yards to go one. That's, That's not so what you do. Rough. Like, I understand that you don't have Jalen Hurts back there. But, my God, you're running to, like, you're a halfback toss on fourth and one? No, no, that was what bad. What are you doing? And, yeah, that Scott Turner, their offensive coordinator. But, overall, I'm just. I'm he done. chooses all the people. Yeah, I'm done it's with this not team. Like they just give them to him. They're and all from Carolina. To... They're all from. They're all former Panthers. It's just Panthers North, and all it is is he's got a bunch of people that he worked with. And Carol, look, they had some good years there. They went to a Super Bowl once. They also had a bunch of years where they were under 500. Like it's not like you're bringing in your coaching staff from the Golden State Warriors. Like you've had a dynasty in the middle. None of that. I just don't understand why he this team continues to be. Well, I do because they're just cursed forever. As long as Dan Snyder's the owner, they'll always be who they are. But I got excited this year. I got happy. I was like, Trista, I was like, this feels like they're at least moving in the right direction. They were 7-4, and four, and they're turning things around. I got to the point where I actually, not only did I bet 
on them to win a game. But I talked about it publicly on this show. And you remember what PJ said? What did he say? PJ went, you know, because you're doing that, they're going to lose. Yes. That was the game against he the did. Giants. That was the game he where did. the refs totally screwed them. And that's actually a fair statement to say in that game when the NFL even came out and said they missed a pass interference late in that they game. They did. I'm, I'm just, I can't. I can't do it anymore. It's awful. Like, I'm tired of seeing the Cowboys and the Eagles winning. The Giants are going in the right direction. Meanwhile, we got Ron Rivera thinking it's still 1995 in the NFL. And there's just no creativity. Carson Wentz, look, there, I under, here's the one thing I understood about why he went to Carson Wentz. Because the offense was stale for majority of the time under Taylor Heineke. Yes. And he, had, he was making big-time mistakes, turning the ball over, taking sacks. Carson Wentz went 12 of 16 for like 170 yards, whatever it was in the fourth quarter against the 49ers. And he's got a big arm. So you know, okay, you can at least open up the offense more. That was the point of bringing him in in the first place. The problem is Carson Wentz looked horrendous. It was one of his worst games of the year. He's so bad. And now you've completely lost the locker room. You've lost the fan base. You're eliminated from the playoffs. I have no confidence that this team will turn anything around until Dan Snyder sells the team, and it's totally new from the top bottom. I'm, I'm hoping that finally happens this summer or this spring, whatever the case is, whatever that timeline is, but I'm just done. I'm done with my team being a laughingstock, and I'm done watching this team wanting to throw something at the TV every single week. Yeah, man, I, I got you. Like, I feel that. And that's a resolution I can get behind as well. Like, I feel like this is just a team that you can't back until everything gets overhauled. And I know that that's tough because, yep. one, it's Dan Snyder and all of the poop runs downhill. Yes, it does. But, listen, here's my resolution, and it's just going to be more general. I'm not changing bets at the last minute, Ashu. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. not going to have a bet, and I put a parlay into my little bet slip, and then last minute I add something to it. Last second I change something. Yep. Oh, I overheard some random person who likes Kyle Juszczyk, so I'm going <laughs> to take George Kittle out and put Juszczyk in, even though it's three and a half yards. No, I'm going to do my research, yep. I'm going to go with my instinct, and I'm not changing it. Once the bet is in, once I've created it, once I see what the odds are, I'm not changing it last second. Yep. I have lost so much money changing bets last yes. minute. I'm not doing it anymore, and I'm sure as hell not tailing someone. I have no knowledge of their betting record. That's that's you, Kyle Madsen, from from Rams Wire or Niners Wire. And I love Kyle. He's great. He's a Kings guy. We talk about the Kings all the time on 1320. You know what? I'm not I'm not tailing you unless your name is Ryan Horvath or Nick Ashew or PJ Glasser. No more tailing in these people that we have on. No more tailing anyone that's not on this show. How about that? How about that? And you might want to say that's tribalism, but I can't trust you, Alan Bell. I can't trust you. It is easy to talk yourself out of bets, though. You can find something that will make you not comfortable and second-guess something last minute yeah. all the time. So that's why it's, we have more of these beat reporters on yep. and less of these betting analysts on. Because you know what? We're trying to make money and not second-guess ourselves. And they also give us insight that a, a betting analyst Correct. won't give us. And that's what I've loved about the, some that we brought on over the last couple of weeks is that they're giving us inside information on injuries, which can help you, which some of the books may know or they may not know at the time or may not yes. be factored in. You can use that to factor into your decisions as opposed to just always following somebody that has certain bets that they like. You can still make your own decisions with that. So, yeah, that's, that's the point of this. I got one more for you that I have. Give me more. Um, more multi-sport parlays for me, I, I think. I love that. I re- because you can get to the point where there's maybe three games in the NFL you like and three games in the NBA. Why not just bet on all of them that you're really confident? Or it's two. Just to, you know, 
two or three. It doesn't have to be a big seven, eight-leg parlay. Just make it three. But you're yes. comfortable. Like tonight, I did. I got Mississippi State, and I got three NBA money lines all in one. Love that. I felt comfortable in those. And I'm going to mix the sports a little bit more, maybe even throw some props in. Yes. That was part of it, multi-sport prop parlays. I'm in on that. I like it, and I feel like I have a little – there's less self-doubt going into those. You just need because, one. Yes. I just need one player prop. Yep. I just need one NBA money line or total. I need one NFL money line or yeah. total or a prop bet. Listen, it's a lot easier to just choose one across the sport than mm-hmm. pick four or five. Yes. Here's another thing we, we should do more of. Here's another resolution I have. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm going to do a lot less watching across mm-hmm. the 1 p.m. board, and I'm going to focus on one game, and I'm going to bet live props. Here's an example of what happened to me on Christmas Day. We're watching, so I have this uh, 16-year-old little uh, little baby genius, really. Mm-hmm. Ooh, he's, okay. a, he's a baby genius when it comes to betting. Are you a baby at 16, though? I don't know if you're a baby at 16. Well, for betting, you are. Oh, that's true, yes. So I yeah. said to him, I said, Grayson, here's what we're going to do. We're going to make bets together, mm-hmm. live props, totals, whatever, and I'm going to cut you in. Mm-hmm. If we win these bets, we're going to cut you in. And you know what we did? We were watching. Baker Mayfield's out here cooking. Russell mm-hmm. Wilson's looking like stink. And you got live, live passing yards for Baker at 201. Oh, I mean, that's easy. The live passing yards for Russell Wilson's 262. Oh, my God. No chance. Yeah. He has like 40 yards passing Russell Wilson in the second quarter. You think he's going to get up to 262? These books are factoring in only history. They're not looking at what they've done right now. They're not looking at the algorithm in terms of, like, how this game is going today. So if you can do that, and don't look at a bunch of games because you're going to get all screwed up in the head. Just focus on one. Yes. That's why we make so much money on Thursday night football, Monday night football, Sunday True. night football, because you can literally just lock in and not worry about 15 games going on at once. That's what I'm going to do more of. I like it. And I, I think there's a lot of edge there. I'm a big fan of live betting. Because you get a feel for the game if you're watching it. That's one of the best things to do where you can see the momentum shifting. Now, it doesn't always work that way. Like, for example, when the Vikings were 20.5-point underdogs against Green Bay, I thought, they play close games. We've already seen them come back from down 33 nothing. They can cover 20 points. And, of course, they did. So sometimes it doesn't always lead. But that's betting in general. That's yeah. the way that it goes. But I still like being able I, go, in Joe some bro. ways, there's a bro right off the bat going deep. I think I saw a little jersey grab there. There it is. Yep. There's the Trey, flag. Trey White. There with the you PI, go. Just like that. So just like that, on the first play, you've got the Bengals going deep. They're making a statement right are, now. They are attacking Trey White. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So this 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 right now shows you when you talked about you know passing yards, some of the props we looked at, passing attempts for Joe Burrow. Uh, they're going to throw the ball a lot. Tonight. I tell you what, though, I don't necessarily love that because that's probably six or seven passes. In this drive for Joe Burrow. That's true. We just got we just had six, seven passes stolen from us. Let's look at what his live attempts are. Now we're gonna have to do this all we're game. We're gonna do this because all of that, game, right? baby. <laughs> August, my resolution, at least for the first day I have or no, two. I have no problems with. It. Yeah, right. Everything changes first anyway. It's day like or two. everybody's in the gym this week anyway. Oh and then my it god, all changes. yoga today. There it was packed. I couldn't even get yep. in. Yep. I had to ask. I said, Hey, can I just? Can I just squeeze in the back? I know I didn't sign up. They're like, it's full. Yeah, you're like, hey, I actually come here all the time, though. I've been here since August. Do you know who who I am? I don't know who these other jokers are, but I've been here four or five times a week. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to get my zen on. Give it two weeks. The zen, people won't want their zen anymore. You'll be good. So you'll be fine. 
This is going to be a fun game. I am so excited. Yeah. I took something, a couple things last minute. Mm -hmm. uh, I am, like I said, I'm only telling people I care and know and trust. Ryan loves T. Higgins anytime touchdown, mm -hmm. so I'm taking T. Higgins. I also took, uh, I also took Josh Allen rushing attempts uh, at eight and a half plus okay. 100. So that's that's been added to the slate. Those together plus 450. So that's those, actually those together that's plus pretty good. Yeah, yeah, pretty good odds. Yeah, I like that. Uh, do you have any overreactions from what we saw in the NFL besides obviously what we've had so far today? The rest of it. Because I've got one. It's going to tail off what I already did, but I'm just angry, so that's what my, my overreaction just will essentially I, be. I think so I'm, I'm going to give you the floor for a num minute here. Number one, wow, the Vikings. Wow. Like yeah. Just, just yep. exposed to a level that I think that they're cooked. I think that they're, they, they are seared on the grill right now. Like, absolutely cooked. We, are now, we now know they are one and done. This is maybe one of the most fraudulent teams that we've seen win this many games. You look at them and you just say, damn, damn. If you're a Vikings fan or a, or a Timberwolves fan or a mm -hmm. Minnesota Twins fan, I feel for you because it's not good in any place. There is no corner for you to hide, and I don't know what they do. And it's just it was just so ugly. I did not expect for them to lose by that much. That's probably my number one overreaction. I was so shocked at how bad they looked. It was... I mean, that's what I said. Like, I, I thought they could at least keep it within three touchdowns. Yeah. And they couldn't even do that. And that's that's the hard part about dealing with the Vikings because this is who they always are. They win a lot of games. We're seeing it this year. They come back. They win close games, which means they're pressure tested. But then they have these random times. Not even prime time. I mean, that wasn't even a prime time no. game. It was, But it was still a important high-pressure game. And once again, Cousins looks terrible. And it's the same, it's the same narrative. Now, listen, there are some dudes that sometimes, like, Everybody has a bad game, but it's become such a narrative with this team that it sticks. It yeah. sticks with them, and it was just awful to watch 18 them. 18-31, 200 yards, a touchdown, and three interceptions. And that's the big thing. It's throwing the picks. It's the turnovers oh. in the big games and in the big moments. And it's, it's, a, it's really telling because there's, like, I try to defend the Vikings. I see things about that team that I really like, but then they go into these moments, and it, they just they S the bed. And throw they up do. all over themselves, and like you said, and it throws back in their mouth, whatever the descriptive thing was. It was very descriptive. Throw up, throw up and swallow it. Throw up all over yourself and then, and then swallow, swallow it. it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, good. Yeah. There's people eating right now that yep. are probably disgusted Sorry by that. About that. Uh, my overreaction, I don't even think it's an overreaction. Well, I have two. I'll go with the simpler one first. Daniel Jones has a future with the Giants, a longer-term future with I the Giants. Know. Doesn't he? It's he really be, does. Oh, my God. And he's not going to put up huge numbers, but he's working in Brian Dable's oh offense. My God. It's working. But my bigger overreaction is that it's time to fire Ron Rivera. I'm going back to it. I want the entire coaching staff in Washington gone. I want ownership gone. That place needs to have a power washer taken to the hallowed halls of Ashburn, Virginia, where the team headquarters is, and they need to power wash that whole thing down to the studs. Ugh. It is a mess. The league has passed Ron Rivera by. This team continues to just hover around 500, and that's as far as it goes. They started off 7-4. and four. It's an utter disaster. Get rid of Ron Rivera. Get rid of that entire coaching staff. Find a young offensive mind, because you've had four that have gone on to have success as head coaches, and they're not getting that right now. And it's unbelievably frustrating. 